Welcome everybody, my name is Anesu, this is Ben. Welcome to BP Real Talk, where the students ask the pastors questions. How's your day been, Ben? Yeah, dude, it's been good. For real, for real, okay. <laughs> okay. It's been awesome, man. Okay, the, my first question is, Yeah. how do we know that the Bible is real? Oh, baby, starting off with a banger, I love it. I think the, the way that we can look at how the Bible is real is by understanding first uh, what it is. So mm. the Bible is a, is a collection of works uh, written by a bunch of different people. And the way that people authenticated it or made it um, just, yeah, confirmed that it was legitimate was by collecting multiple, multiple copies of the manuscripts. And so then they compiled all these letters and stories and poems together and created the Bible. And so for me, I know that there are so many manuscripts and so many copies of what Jesus said and, and what was written in the Torah and what was written, you know, in all the letters that it just gives me a, a sense of confidence to know that the Bible is real. Why are there differences between the first four books of the New Testament? Yeah, that's a good question and a, a challenging one. Well, I'm, I'm by no means an expert on this area in SU and so mm. like... Don't think that I know everything because I don't. But I, one resource that's helped me is there's an article by Zondervan, an academic, that was really helpful for me to understand like why there are differences in, in the uh, Gospels. Mm. And some of the things that they pointed out was the first thing was that each of the authors had a different uh, perspective and a different theme that they were trying to draw out from each Gospel. And so when we read these, these Gospels, we need to understand and not assume that they're written as a historical biography, like as a textbook would be, right? They're, they're trying to present a, a, a narrative of how Jesus lived his life and present a narrative of how Jesus came to save the world, to complete the story of the Old Testament. And so thematically, John, he was trying to, he was trying to expound a great theology uh, from from the, his perspective or from his writings on, on Jesus's life. Uh, there are other themes, obviously, you can look it up. But the other thing we need to know also is that in, in that culture, the, the, the way that you transferred information was all orally. And so instead of us writing things down, they didn't have tape recorders, they didn't have like these like recording softwares that we have today. And so they were remembering the words that Jesus said and, and shared them. The other thing is some people remember things not differently, but they remember things, they highlight different things in, in their mind. So like if I explain to you my day today, I would say like, oh, I went to a staff meeting, uh, I went for coffee mm. with some friends, and I ended the day by having this podcast. Now, if we talk to Matt about what he did today, he did basically the exact same thing. But he might share that he went and sat in Mark's office for a bit. He, he went to London Drugs and talked to Junior. He uh, came to Ben's house and, and had a coffee. We did the exact same thing, but in his, his mind, those are the things that he, he highlighted and those were the things that I highlighted. And so perspective is so important. Understand that the uh, writers of the gospel were trying to push a, a certain theme or just get their readers to understand something very specific. Yeah, that's a good answer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Third question. Why do we need the Bible? 2 Timothy 3.16 says, 
All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching and correction. And Paul is writing to Timothy, a young leader, uh, and saying, hey, listen, like you need the scriptures to instruct you on how to, how to move forward, how to live your life. And I think that applies to us today as well. Like We need the scriptures to uh, challenge us on the things that we're doing wrong and then encourage us in the things that we're doing right. And I love the part that it says it's spirit-breathed. And that just means that it was inspired by the Holy Spirit, that it wasn't just human hands who were writing these scriptures, but it was the Holy Spirit through humanity writing these scriptures. And so we can trust that the things that the Holy Spirit have to say are, are really profitable for us to uh, just consume or um, read. Does that make sense? Mm. And then uh, another question. Yeah. Hopefully not the last question while I'm trying to think of another one. But... Should the Bible be interpreted literally? Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, the Bible is a collection of different works of literature. And so you ask the question, like, should we interpret the Bible literally? And yeah, some parts of it, absolutely, we should take literally. But there are other parts that are poetic in nature where, you know, like, David at one point in the psalm says, like, if I could zoom as fast as the sun sets... That would be awesome. (laughs) He says weird stuff. And so like if you're taking that literally, you're thinking, man, David is flying through the air just to try and escape God's presence. But that's not what he's talking about. What he's talking about is that God is always with us. And so we have this poetry. We have historical narrative. We have letters. We have uh, prophetic literature. So do we read the Bible literally? At some points, yes, but we need to understand what type of literature it is at first. What, what genre are we leading, reading? Because that will really indicate what, how you should interpret the Bible. It's called hermeneutics. Hermeneutics. That's a new word for you guys. What does hermeneutics mean? It, it is a set of, of guidelines on how to interpret the Bible properly. That's good. That's some good stuff. Okay, I kind of just made this one on the jump. but uh, On the jump? Yeah. Okay, oh. let's, uh, let's, uh, okay. Yikes. I'm old, okay? <laughs> um, so for the, like, my, my generation, like the youth, right? The youths. Um, what do you think about as, like, our, our walk with Jesus? How do you think that we're doing so far? Like, how do you think? Oh, wow. That's a, <laughs> that's a scary one, dude. I think something that scares me is that we have a generation who's being influenced by people who don't know the Bible mm. and they, they don't have time to read the Bible themselves. And without the Bible, we lose our guide to life. And, and so it, it can be scary at times because we are forming our theology without the Bible in hand. But the Bible is where we get our theology. And if we start working on our theology just from our feelings, it can be quite dangerous because then you can turn Christianity and God into whatever you want because it's based on your feelings. And so when we have the Word of God, it, it really informs us of who God is and what He's up to. What He's up to in this world, uh, what He's up, been up to in the past, and what He will be up to in the future. And so I think you guys are amazing and have so much potential, but if I could challenge you and encourage you with one thing, it's to read your, read your Bible for yourself uh, and fall in love with the scriptures. 
and understand that it's not like you're not doing it just to read. You're, you're doing it to understand who God is and what he's doing. That's, that's really good. Wow. Well, uh, thank you, Ben, for uh, letting me interview you today. Yeah, dude, of course. Uh, I'm Anesu. He's... You can say your name this time. Yeah, I thought you were doing that. <laughs> you can say your name this time. Hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> nice to meet you. Peace.